Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of On the Bright Side. I'm your host, Caroline Susco, and I hope you all are having a great day or night whenever you're listening to this. Today, I'm recording on a different day. I'm usually recording on the weekends just because I have more time, you know, just the way it goes with the college life. But today, I'm recording on Thursday. And now that I'm back at college, it's not just any Thursday. It's Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> Please. It's not just any Thursday. It's Thursday Thursday. But you guys know what I mean, college students. If you're listening, you know what I mean. If you're not a college student or never were, Thursday Thursday is basically just a drinking on a Thursday. It's just adding to the weekend of drinking. Which ends up basically meaning that literally everyone and their mother are at the bar or at a frat or just partying somewhere, especially being at a party school in the Northeastern. Actually, I think, yeah, I think it was like top 10 voted party schools for the Northeastern. Don't quote me on that. I don't know, but there's always something going on. But me, I am currently in on Thursday in my bed recording this episode. And honestly, this is what most of my Thursdays and weekends look like. I just would much rather be doing this. So like hot take, but it's the absolute last thing I want to do. I probably just lost so many people. But <laughs> for real, I would just rather stay in, hang out with my close friends or work on my podcast. You know, like sue me. I would rather just be with people I'm actually close with and not just like having random conversations with people at the bar and just dealing with drunk people. It stresses me out so much. But then some days I'll literally have an alter ego and people will be like, literally, who is this girl? And I'll be like, okay, who's ready to go out? Like, let's have so much fun. Let's be out all night. Like, yada, yada, yada. And I just, I just am two totally different people. Like, call me Hannah Montana. I'll either be ready to go all night long, very rarely, or I never want to see a bar. I don't want to go out. I just want to be in bed and be productive and get a lot done. And, you know, some people say to me, like, oh, Caroline, why aren't you going out? You're missing out. Like, this is your time to have fun. But I'm like, am I really missing out? Like, yeah, I'll go out once in a while and it'll be super fun. But I feel like most of the times it's just drunk people stressing me out. And I don't like, I don't like being like surrounded by people who are just so drunk. They can't comprehend what's going on. Oh my gosh, I can't do it. And then if I do go out, I feel like the next day is a complete throwaway. And then it's just a wasted day when I always have so much going on and I like to go, go, go and do, do, do. And then when you do go half the time you wake up not even remembering half the night and you just have loads and loads of anxiety and let me tell you I need the anxiety in my life at a minimum so if I can like protect that in any way I always try to do so because I feel like people always think just because it's Thursday Thursday and you're a college student that you need to go out that you need to have fun that you need to live your best life in these four years and I think that we all can agree there's a lot of different definitions of what living your best life is because to me right now, I'm living my best life. I love being able to wake up every day refreshed and ready to go at 8 a.m. and get a million and one things done and further myself and better myself. And the people I want to see, I will see them. I don't need to just see random people at the bar. Oh, and one of the awkwardest things ever is when 
you're talking to someone and they end up being super drunk and don't remember you or the conversation the next day. So you see them and you don't know if you're like supposed to say hi or if they have no idea who you are. Like it's a 50-50 shot. They remember me, let alone the conversation. So it's just one of those interactions that if I don't have to deal with, I don't want to. So yeah, I don't love going out, but what I do love is college. I love the environment. I love the people. I love the pace of college. But to say the least, it was not always like that. If you don't remember the story, basically, I had a very hard transition and we'll get into that story. I have a million times, so we'll just tap on it and touch on it. But today's episode, I want to talk about navigating a college life normally and talking about a normal college life and what it actually looks like in the transition going from freshman year all the way to senior year and how it looks different. Because looking back, I would have never guessed that I would have been here, that I would have been in my senior year, getting ready to graduate in less than a year, loving this experience. People talk about like, oh, the funny parts of college and all of that, but no one ever talks about the normal parts of college and normalizing these hard experiences and what we should know and what we should learn. Like where are the podcast episodes that are telling me that it's okay to have a hard transition. It's okay to not want to go out. It's okay to experience FOMO. It's normal if you're a college student that doesn't like to go out. You can still have fun. Did you just hear somebody in my car? This is not real. I went to go into the car to switch recording. And my car literally just gets it. All right, it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, going back to what we were saying, where have those podcasts been? Where are these podcasts that actually make us feel like what we're doing is normal? So that's what this episode is going to be about. So grab your cocktails, grab your mocktails, grab your coffee or tea. If you're pregame or getting ready, if you're in bed cozy, but get ready for this episode and let's have some fun and let's all remember that we are all in the same boat and we're all living perfectly normal, different lives. All right, let's get to it. Okay, you all know the drill before we get into today's episode. Let's talk about something we're grateful for because we have so much to be grateful for and it's so important and we take a minute to focus just on one grateful out of the many we have. And when we focus just on one grateful, it really helps us to put so much more into perspective. So today, my grateful is I got to move into my first apartment. It's me and six other of my super good friends, one being my roommate from freshman year. So it's finally like a full circle moment from freshman year to sophomore year. Oh my gosh, not sophomore year, senior year. Oh my goodness, I'm DeLulu today. Anyways, full circle moment because we didn't live together the past two years because we both lived in our sorority houses. So first chapter and final chapter together, all things to Facebook for meeting each other. Facebook could make such a good commercial or marketing ad with that because everyone meets on Facebook and everyone finds their roommates there. I don't know, I'm tapping into my girl boss town moment for a sec, so back to Back to what I was saying for the hundredth trillionth jillionth time. As I've told you guys before, I'm the baby of my friend group. So 80% of my other friends have graduated and are now living in Boston with their big girl jobs, big boy jobs. Oh, I don't like that. I just cut. So I got to go visit them in Boston this weekend. We had so much fun. We went to Putt Shack. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's a bar and it's mini golf. It's not just any mini golf, it's electronic mini golf. So you still hit it the same, but it like calculates your points itself because your ball has like a chip in it. And it was super fun. The boys had a blast, we had a blast. And that's just one of those things I don't mind doing because there's a game involved. There's something to do other 
other than drinking. That's why I like don't like the bars either because you're just walking around with a drink in your hand and then when your drink's finished, you're like, oh my gosh, if I don't have a drink in my hand, I feel like out of place, so I need to go get another drink. And then you just end up getting blacked out and I hate it. Anyway, <laughs> but on the bright side. <laughs> and then we went to North End of Boston to get some dinner and there was like this Italian like pasta fair and I love pasta and Italian food and all that. So in my opinion, it was a written invitation for me to go Boston. <laughs> Anyways, all super yummy food, but it drained my pockets so quickly. So if I end up living in Boston, let me tell you, it's not going to be in the North End. So then next day, one of my best friends from home just moved there. So I got to see more of North End. It was so nice, but so different. I've always thought I wanted to live there. I just thought it was for me. I thought it was the area I liked and I went and don't get me wrong. I loved it, but I also was like, wow, this is so, so busy and chaotic and I don't like being in the middle of craziness. I like being out of the city almost. So it was really good I went because it definitely took into consideration for where I'm going to live next year after college. I don't know. I just really wanted to love it because Boston's filled with so many opportunities. And I know definitely there's parts for me outside of Boston, like super close on the outskirts. But it was definitely an awakening that I am not a big city girl and I don't think I can do that. But I also don't want to like completely cut Boston out because again, so many opportunities and where I live, I feel like I've grown out of where I live, where there's not much more in my area where I can grow. So I know I need to move. It's just now like, oh, where? And especially because a lot of my friends are from New Hampshire, a lot of them move there after, and some of my friends from home want to move there after. So it'll be such a nice environment to move to where I already know people versus a place where I'm going in brand new again. But that also gave me so much anxiety because I was like, all right, this game plan that I've had for so long is now not my game plan. So like, I don't know where I want to go. And then always in the back of my mind, I've had this love for Charleston. And the weird part is I've never been to Charleston, but there's something about it that I love. Every video I see, every picture I see, there's always such a good vibe. And it seems like a really fun, nice, happy place. So I want to visit there in September or October and just go for a weekend with one of my friends and just see what it's like. I don't know. I just want to like itch that thought a little bit. If if you're listening, I've never said this before. So you guys are the first one to hear this. I'm very much speaking my mind right now. That would be a big stretch for me though, because I've never been a plane ride away from home, but it just, there's something about it that's calling me. I don't know, maybe down the line, I would like to move to Charleston, but First, I got to check it out and see what the whole whole idea is actually in person. But it's definitely something cool. But I don't know. I don't know if I would be able to travel like that with my anxiety. But who knows? We're not letting anxiety take the wheel. I'm taking the wheel of my life and we're going to roll with that. And yeah, thinking about my future so much lately, this year as a senior, holy crap, I'm a senior. Oh, crazy. I just am so in my head about what I want to do next and where I want to go next that some days I feel like I can't enjoy my senior year because I'm just worried about the next step and it is something I'm working on and also not letting my anxiety be the driver letting me be the driver and my anxiety sit back because I have a whole year senior year is going to be so much fun it's going to be so busy but it's going to be really good and I just need to focus in the now and everything will fall into place it always does 
So that's my little life update. I'm so grateful I got to go to Boston and see my friends already. I think I'm actually going to see them tonight. I think they're coming up for a night or so, which will be super fun. And yeah, so, so much to be grateful for right now. But getting back into what we're talking about today, because that could be a whole nother episode. Oh my goodness. The amount of episodes I have ready to burst into at any minute goes crazy. We got hot takes going. We got living in the moment all in five minutes already. (laughs) Episodes for another time. But today we're talking about college talk. And I think the most important thing first is to kind of talk about my college experience. I know we've touched on it, actually more than touched on it in the past. So we're just going to do a quick little review run rundown for people who don't know. Basically, I went to college at University of New Hampshire. I'm a senior now. I am from upstate New York. So it was about a four hour drive. I had never been away from home. And so it's freshman year. I get there the night before. I'm having horrible panic attacks throwing up. I honestly threw up maybe like on and off for the first cup week or so. It was a lot. It was very, very hard for me. And I feel like people don't talk about it enough because everyone around me looked like they had already made great friends, that they were having the time of their life. And being in a time where social media is so big in our lives, it was so easy to be like, oh, just let me go on my phone, let me go on my phone, and I saw 101 great experiences because obviously no one's going to go on and say, hey guys, it's Caroline, I'm having a really hard time, like to their Instagram or whatever, maybe their private story, but not to like a public place, and if people did, there was very few people, so that was super hard, a hard thing in itself, just having social media around, and learning to realize that, okay, not everything I see is true. Not everything is looking how it seems. And remember, everyone posts the best of their best of their life. No one posts the worst of their life, only the best, like 99.5% of the time. And so that was something I had to learn. And you know, you hear it a lot and you people tell you it a lot, but it's one thing when you actually have to experience yourself and understand it yourself. And so on top of that, that was a little difficult. And on top of that, I had great friends from home. I had grown up with them all my life. And when I got to college, I was like, um, these are my best friends. These are my bridesmaids. So like anyone else I just meet is like icing on the cake to wonderful people. And I went in thinking I had those best relationships because I didn't know anything else. And so I didn't go to school with an open mind. And once I made that switch and opened my mind when I got to school and I was like, okay, Caroline, you're here for four years. This is such a big opportunity. It's time to open up your mind. It's time to open up your comfort zone and try new things you wouldn't do and meet new people and yada, 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 yada. And once I did that, I started to realize parts of relationships that I had never understood before. And friendships from my past, I thought they were the best friendships in the world. But then I got to school and I met people that are so beyond amazing. And then I actually, actually learned what a friendship was. Like I knew it before, but more people made it clear at school what a friendship's actually supposed to be like. But yeah, my mind was not open for a long time. But something I did have my mind open about was joining a sorority. Before I even applied to UNH, I saw their sorority life and call me crazy, but I thought it was really cool. It looked really fun and it looked like a great way to meet girls and it was all things right up my alley. So I was like, okay, I really want to try that if I go to UNH. And my parents were hesitant at the time and that was super hard for me because usually my parents and I are almost always on the same page with what I'm doing and what I want to do in my future. And this was something that we did not see eye to eye to, but I... I was like, you know what? No, I'm doing this. I will pay for it myself. I will go through recruitment and I want to see what it's like and I want to experience this on my own because even if I don't end up liking it, I'll say I experienced it. I'll say I tried. 
So I go to UNH. I am set on joining a sorority and going through recruitment. And then when I get to school, all I want to do is transfer. I get there the first week and I'm like, I want to transfer. I'm throwing up. I can't eat. I'm just so upset because of my anxiety. And I'm like, I just want to go home. I want to commute and I don't want to be here. And again, mindset, mindset, always check your mindset because that was my number one problem that I just always was so negative because I was so upset that I just saw the negative and the downside to everything. I was like Eeyore. I was like the the pig, whatever he is from Pooh Bear. I was just so sad and in the dumps that that's what people saw around me and that's the energy I radiated. And so of course I was having a hard time making friends too because anytime someone saw me, I was like quiet, super anxious or just not talking or super upset and obviously like everyone's having a hard time so they want to be around like good energetic positive people so anyway I'm debating now if I go through recruitment because I'm saying I'm transferring I was like hey guys yep my name's Karen but I'm transferring like don't don't remember this face because I won't be here soon and that was my way to cope that was my way to go through it because I was like okay I'm not stuck here I'm transferring I'm leaving and so I'd say that so many people and then I was like well, should I even go through recruitment? Because I'm transferring. And my parents were like, my cousins were like, my friends were like, Kellen, you need to go through recruitment. You've been talking about this so much. You've saw it even before you applied to UNH. You fell in love with the idea of it. And you need to go through it because you'll regret it later that you didn't give it your full best shot and you just sold yourself short. Because I feel like you can't fully transfer and be happy with your transfer process until you give it time and until you give it a chance to say, okay, I tried it all. I tried every aspect and this didn't work for me. So I ended up going through recruitment and it was the best decision I ever made. I ended up getting in the sorority. I absolutely loved and loved everything about them, how nice they were, how kind they were, their ideas, their philanthropy, and so on and so forth. And that was my first pivotal moment. There on, I was like, okay, this is your chance to start over. You're going to meet so many new girls right now and you can either be upset and in the dumps or you can try again, meet all these new girls and actually give UNH a chance and actually give something outside of my comfort zone a chance because the only reason I wasn't giving it a chance, it was because I was so uncomfortable. And I get it. Sometimes it's just too uncomfortable where there's a point where you have to stop. You'll get there at a point, but I get it. There's points where you have to stop. I was almost at that point, but not yet. So I luckily kept going and that really got me out of my comfort zone, especially during the recruitment because you have to talk to so many different girls from so many different sororities. And it's kind of like speed dating, actually. That's how I kind of think of it. You're talking to girls from all different sororities, seeing if you click or not, and then moving forward, depending on like the mutual selection of both of you. So this was my time to not be Eeyore for a second and actually show my personality in the sorority because there were so many girls that I had so much in common with and I really felt like I found my place the second I got into the sorority and started meeting these girls and that sorority as cliche as it sounds it was the best thing that ever happened to me one of the first girls I met ended up being my best friend and the second girl like the first five girls I met ended up being pivotal friends at UNH and pivotal friends in my life like they a thousand percent will be my bridesmaids and I don't know where I would have been without them I don't know the friends I would have had because it was like a domino effect. They introduced me to their friends and then those friends came from those friends and then I ended up being able to have so many friends all because of just meeting these two girls in my sorority in the beginning and then it just I really felt like I found my place and if it's a place like UNH if it's a place where you know good things about the sorority life and recruitment life 
go through it because it was one of the best things I ever did. And I don't know where my friends would have come from. And before I even joined recruitment and going into recruitment, I was so scared because I heard so many stories about Southern schools and the recruitment process and it being so crazy and scary and like crazy going out partying. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't do that. I don't want to do that. That's not the person I am. Guys, it was not like that. It was just everyone being so friendly and so nice and you just talk to a million people. So please let me ease your worries right now. Those stories are so rare and they end up just being rumors going around. It's so not true for so, so many schools, especially New Hampshire's, nothing like that here. Everyone is so welcoming and kind and it just allows you to meet so many people. And even if you decide not to go through recruitment and you drop, hey, you made friends going through the start of it during the recruitment and meeting people from different sororities. And I met some of those girls and I ended up becoming super good friends with them. So I really recommend going through that. And especially as someone, I think this is important, I'm not a goer-outer. I don't love going out. Like I said before, I would much rather stay in. And I was like, well, I don't know if the sorority life's for me because it seems like it's a crazy party place like you see in the movies. No, no, that's not it at all. <laughs> um, I mean, again, every school's different, but at my school, it's not like that, which was so nice. And the funny thing is, before I was going to college, I was like, I will never live in a sorority house. Like, no way. It is not for me. And sophomore year, my housing fell through where I was supposed to live. And so I ended up having to sign with the sorority house and live there. Best thing that ever happened to me. I remember at the time being so frustrated with the housing and I was emailing them and being like, how come you took me out? Like, yada, yada, yada. Like, this is so upsetting and frustrating. And I was like, now I look back and I'm like, wow, literally everything happens for a reason. Because living in that sorority house, I've met so many people. I always had a plan because I was out and about with people because there's 37 girls living in the house or so. So you always have someone to talk to. You're never alone if you don't want to be. You can be alone. The house is so big so you can go all around. So it's not like you're like living. And even freshman or sophomore year, I was living in a quad, four people. You would think that would be crazy town, but it was so much fun. And so it really just goes to show that when something doesn't go right and is not your plan, take it as a sign that is bringing you to something bigger and so much more and roll with it. Because if I didn't end up living in my sorority house and my original housing worked out, I can tell you right now I would have transferred. I can tell you that right now and my life would have looked so much more different and I, I wouldn't have the best friends in my life that I have now. So when you go into college and even when you're in college, take everything with a grain of salt and don't be so sturdy on a plan because those plans are meant to change. And honestly, once those plans start changing, it's probably bringing you to something so much better. So my first tip, involve yourself in some way, any way you can, even if it's not a sorority, whatever, get and join a club, a sports team, whatever. Just find some way to make more friends and get out of your comfort zone when doing it. Because by pushing out of your comfort zone, you're going to find more people you would have never thought you'd be friends with that end up being your best friends. You're going to find out so much more about yourself and you're going to live your best life because of that. Okay, so my next thing for college and just going, navigating even any part of your life, whether it's friendships, relationships, school, jobs, is hold on to the values you value and don't let them go for anyone because it's going to attract the wrong people. My freshman year, I was just so scared that I wasn't going to make friends or find people 
that I just started to do what everyone else is doing and talk the way everyone else was doing and just trying to fall in line with everyone else. And that did not help because I obviously attracted those types of people that these other people were that I was just pretending to be. And like, no wonder I was so miserable because I didn't match up with the same values as people. I was just desperate to make friends that I just lost sight of myself. And I was simply just surviving and not thriving. I was just holding on to any friendship. And I mean, that makes sense. As so many people do in new situations, they just want to be liked. And the second I stopped being like, oh my gosh, I love to go out. Oh my gosh, time out. I need to pull up my Facebook. I made a Facebook post when I was trying to find a roommate. It was complete BS. Hang on, I need to find this. Hang on. Okay, I found it. And so just to preface for those of you don't know, at UNH and at like most schools actually, for finding a college roommate, usually post on the Facebook about yourself with pictures just to try to find someone you have something in common with. And my friends and I, after our freshman year, we were looking at these and rereading them and we were like, uh, like these aren't actually really true. So like, don't go too much by these. Like, please listen to mine. And we're just, <laughs> just, just, and this is all in lowercase, by the way. Hey guys, I'm Caroline and I'm from upstate New York, Saratoga Springs. I just committed to UNH and I'm majoring in psych. I ended up not majoring in psych. I will most likely be going through a crew by in the fall. Okay, that was good. That was credible. I love shopping, staying active, going to concerts, and spending most of my days hanging out with friends. I'm super excited to go to each football game and, and tailgate. I, yes, I did two ands. I am a very social person, enjoy going out with friends, but also love a girl's night in, especially watching Bachelor. Can't wait to meet everyone. Like, it's... It's there who I am, but like it's so over exaggerated. I'm like, I love going out. I'm super social. Yeah, I'm super social if you know me, but I'm not going to just walk up on the street and go to every party. Like, I feel like that's what I made it seem like the person I was. Okay, time out. I'm editing this right now, so this is future me talking. But in my defense, I also didn't know anything different. In high school, I thought I was a very social person. But that changes a lot when you go to college because it's a totally different playing field with the amount of people you're with and how you kind of act. But I definitely think, so it was all there. The truth was there, don't get me wrong. But did I think I was more social than I was? Yes. So then of course, everyone who added me on Snapchat and followed me on Instagram and started texting me was like party people that I just... I am not and I'm not saying that's a bad thing but I was not the person to go out every night and people that were texting me were like all right like I'm so excited to go out like let's go every night like yada 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 and I love that energy for them but that was not my energy <laughs> I loved staying in I loved going shopping and taking pictures and I was a girly girl but not a going out girly girl this is just so funny I'm looking at the photos I posted now too and I was like I love so psycho. Caroline, you went once. You went once for 45 minutes. <laughs> See, and this is what I mean with social media. You don't even know you're doing it. People probably thought I was a super going out person because my pictures looked like it and it sounded like it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm a really active girly. And I think by that, I meant I went to SoulCycle once over the summer. I don't know. I'm in this weird thing. I'm making it sound like I totally made this all up. I didn't make any of it all up. I loved those hobbies and still do, but it made it just sound like I had a bigger passion for them than I did. <laughs> And was like, okay, maybe this is why I'm attracting these kinds of people instead of these kinds of people because 
I guess it could sound like I love going out and I love going to tailgates and I didn't even I hadn't even been to a tailgate yet so I didn't know what I was saying so anyway when I kind of started to understand that I reevaluated a little bit and then ended up meeting the amazing girls my sorority and joining that sorority and that made me so much more happier because I wasn't overexerting myself and trying to be like this crazy partier of someone that I just wasn't. So then when I started being myself more and stopped going to things that I knew just weren't serving me, I was actually more present. So when you don't feel like doing something or you're just so exhausted, especially in the beginning, whether it's in college, whether it's your freshman year, or it's just a time in your life put yourself first and don't overexert yourself because soon enough you'll just be presenting someone the exhausted version of yourself and people will get to know that version of that you more and more when that's not the real version you are you want your full self when you're at your best and that's when you want to go out and have fun and I mean I know it feels like you're missing out but are you really missing out which brings me to this whole social media thing because like I said before social media is a big part of our society it's a love-hate relationship. It brings so much, but it also can be super hard. And no matter if it's at school, college, job, life, or anything, social media is everywhere. And we have to remember that social media is designed to show the best part of people's lives, especially first years in college, freshmen. You literally get to recreate your image. So it makes sense. People are jumping on this idea to make themselves look good and make them look like they have a lot of friends and always going out because that's what they want to project. And it was just something that until I got to college, I didn't understand. People say it a million times, but until you see it for yourself, that social media is designed to show only the best part of people's life, and a lot of it is actually super fake, you never really understand it. So I made a TikTok when I was thinking about this, and I was like, to any incoming freshman, no one is going to show bad times on their Snapchat stories, their Instagram etc etc remember social media only really shows the good so please remember on days when you're having a hard time or missing home remember that 99% of everyone is feeling that too 99% of your colleagues are feeling that 99% of the freshmen are feeling that everyone's feeling that and especially especially as freshmen we want to make it look like we live a perfect life because it's our new time to create recreate ourselves. because not a lot of people know us not everyone knows us and so of course people are going to jump on the idea to make their life look great and amazing and that's why it's hard because people want to look this way but it's not true to the actual life people would be posting on snapchat with a bunch of girls and i'd be like oh my gosh like they already all have this big girlfriend group and i literally don't even have one friend like i'm so nervous and they were never friends. It was just a picture. It was just a post. And you need to remember, anyone can pose with anyone. Anyone can post a picture together. It doesn't mean anything when it comes to friendships, when it comes to relationships. And especially just because it's a vulnerable topic. It's not like people are going to come on, like I said before, and say, hi, I'm having a really hard time because that's not how our society was raised, unfortunately. And again, that's why I'm here to make it normal because people think they're going through this alone. They feel like when they're going through a new transition that it's only them who are feeling like this, that they feel stuck and that they feel alone and that they feel so uncomfortable in the season of change. But we just have to begin to realize that everyone goes through it and no one goes through it any different way. 
And remember that everyone's at different chapters in their life, okay? Maybe someone's having a really good freshman experience because they've already went away and had to deal with that three years ago when they went away to camp for the first time. Or maybe someone's having a really hard time like I was because they didn't do chapter one first. Maybe they're on their chapter one while other people are on their chapter eight. Everyone's at a different chapter at life. Everyone's at a different point in their life and everyone's experiences are different. So when you think you're alone, when you think you're going through a hard time, just know you're not alone. And if you're having a hard time in freshman year right now, know that Miss Caroline over here had a very hard time freshman year and it all turned out okay. And the only thing that makes it okay is time. Time fixes everything. And the more time we give to an uncomfortable and new situation, the better it gets, the more it feels like a routine. Because when we change our routine, it feels hard, it feels different because it's not what we know. If we're moving to a new city and we're not surrounded by the people or the town we're around, it's hard, it feels different. It brings anxiety because our body thinks that something's wrong because we're in a new place, but it's just, it's just light. And when you're in this time of change, remember that if you have little uncomfort, then you're going to continue to get scared and not understand and feel out what it's like to push your boundaries, to push that depth, to push your comfort zone. And if you're too comfortable, then you never grow. You get bored. You get tired of this same old life. We need a happy medium. We need that happy in between. And by doing this, by getting out of our comfort zone, by trying new things, by meeting new groups, by going to college, it's helping us grow that and find a medium happy balance. And with everything, at first it's going to feel new. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It may even feel super hard and give you a lot of anxiety. But you just have to take everything hour by hour, day by day, and not look at the huge picture of what's in front of you and just look at the little, little steps. I remember in college, beginning, and now that's how I use it to look, but I would say, oh my gosh, I have 72 days till I can go home. And I was like, no, Caroline, today you're just going to focus on today. Today you're going to focus on getting what you need to do done today, and then focus on your week, then focus on the month. And before you know it, it'll already be flying by and here I am now a senior. It's insane how quick it goes if you just focus on the now and not anything in front of you or behind you because we spend so much time worrying over nothing. And by giving that time, by allowing yourself time to settle and to understand this change, I really, really think you'll learn to love the college you're at, whether you are already loving it or having a hard time right now. You just need to give college a good year before transferring because so much can happen in a year and so much good because if you just close your mind off and shut your mind off and say okay I'm not going here I don't want to I don't like it you're never going to like it but the thing is the thing I feel like so many of us just don't like about college is the fact that it's new it's the fact that we're away from our comfort away from our family away from our routine and no matter where you go that's what it's going to be like and if you don't experience this now it's going to come up again down the line and that's what I talk about with the chapters and everyone in life you can be getting through your chapter one right now so chapter seven can come sooner but other people will hold that chapter back and wait longer and longer and then it just shows that your book starts later and again that's okay but that's why everyone's at a different chapter because we're all trying new things at different times and points in our lives so by giving college all you can and giving it your all and giving it a positive attitude, I promise you, you'll find something good there. You'll find something that's worth holding on to. You'll find good friends. You'll love, learn to love the place. You'll learn to love the people. You'll find something. And 
every college is the same. Every college has going to have the same type of people, the same type of routine and different differentness. So it's just learning to get used to it. So everything takes time and time fixes everything. And especially with school, I feel like we always have in the back of our mind, well, if I transfer, I can make new friends or whatever. And yes, of course you can, but you can find your people anywhere. Don't think a place is going to allow you to find different types of people. Your people are wherever you are, and I promise you, you can find them anywhere. And people that have the same values of what you like, what you don't like, because college can be whatever you make it. It can be what you see. If you want to have a crazy time, you can go ahead and have a crazy time, but it also doesn't have to be. We always just think it has to be crazy central of partying and drinking and going crazy and yada, 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 yada. But also college can be just a place where you learn so much about yourself, where you meet new friends, where you learn to find people with the same values and that everyone cherishes those values and you grow from that. And no matter where you go, you're going to find your place. See, like for me, I stayed at a party school and the only thing that healed that was time. Nothing else could have changed that. And it wasn't the party school. The only thing that was making it difficult was my mindset. The mindset in your mindset is what you have to change, not the location. Your mindset's going to be the same everywhere if you make it like that. It's going to feel the same no matter what. So start with your mindset. Then regroup if you have to. But I promise you by just changing your mindset and looking on the bright side, not even self-promo intention, but once you start looking on that bright side, it's going to be a lot better. So just remember that no matter where you go, you're going to have to feel this change in uncomfortableness at some point, at one point or another. So you might as well feel it now and not push it back because I wanted to so badly go home and transfer and commute. But then I was like, well, then this problem's just gonna come up in another four years and it's gonna be even harder to overcome because the first time my anxiety was way too much. And again, for some people, that's okay because you need to get the coping skills and all of that. But my point here is everything takes time. And with college, finding your friend takes time. Finding your place takes time. Finding your routine takes time. It all takes time. And before you know it, time flies. And here you are already, here I am now already, my senior year in college. And now being a senior in college, I have a couple things that I wish someone told me at my age, and here they are. For someone going through college, do not take things for granted. The time goes by so, so quick. Freshman year, when I was having a hard time, I remember email, emailing my counselor and being like, how can I graduate in three years? Like, I need to get out of here. And now I'm in my senior year and I'm like, how can I stay longer? Because I don't even want to go to the real world right now. Like, I love college. I love everything about it. And I just want to stay. And just to, just being able to focus on the little things and appreciate them. Polish week at school, we got to do cheers every single year and girls would be like, oh, like I don't want to cheer. And I'd be like, guys, like when are we ever going to do this again? Like just have fun, live in the moment and embrace all of that fun stuff that you're never going to do again. Same thing with like even just sitting on the couch with your roommates. There's so many nights where it's just all of us just sitting, talking and watching a movie. You're not going to get that back. You're not going to always be together in your college apartment together going out on a Friday night and you know sometimes I wish I did more things and that's what I really want to try to do my senior year I want to try to go out and do as much things as I can not even drinking wise and bar wise just events in general because this is it this is my last year and 
just taking all the little things in, going on a walk in the morning. I'm never going to be able, well, I can always go walk on UNH campus, but it's not going to be the same. Like take it all in and everyone around you because even if you come back, it's never going to be all the same people here again. And I've been lucky enough to be able to see this as the baby of the friend group. Like I said before, 80% of my friends have graduated and all they want to do is come back. And they're like, Caroline, if there's one thing, soak it all in because you will never get this chance back and just have fun. And they really mean that. They've already visited and it's been like three weeks and I'm so happy they are. But they're like, oh my gosh, we miss it so much. We can't wait till the tailgates for homecoming weekend. And it's just an amazing life that we get to be able to go to college and meet so many new people, and go through these experiences, and I know it's hard at first, don't get me wrong, some days, oh my gosh, it feels like you're so alone, but no one just talks about it, and like I said before, we have like this help center at the school, and it's therapy sessions for people who are having a hard time transitioning from that change from high school to college. I remember trying to get into an appointment and it was completely booked because everyone felt like that. You are not alone. Everyone feels like that. But I promise you, better days are ahead. And that's why I made this episode. That's why I made this podcast because people need to know that they're not alone. People need to know that everyone feels like this at one point or another. And no matter what stage you are in life, you're going to feel like this. Even if you're getting a new job, you may feel the same thing as going to college, going to the first day of school. It all feels the same. And we all understand this feeling of uncertainty and change. And the best thing we can do is embrace it. And just, I challenge you guys from wherever you are now in your life and making of this year, wherever you are, whether you're at a job, whether you're in college still, whether you're in high school, wherever you are on that map, make a list for yourself and set up a life you want. Set up a life you want. Sign a contract to yourself because this is your next chapter and you are the only maker of that next chapter Chapter, and you have control of anything you do. So get out of your comfort zone, but also don't lose sight of your values and who you are when you're at college and when you're at school. And if you want to stay in on a Thursday night, stay in on a Thursday night because you know yourself more than absolutely anyone. And if you want to go out on a Thursday night, go out on a Thursday night because it's your life and you are the one living it. So I guess this episode was more about just talking about college and talking about life and realizing that you're not alone, but also realizing that you make decisions of whatever you want to do and do them for you. Don't let anyone make decisions. You are the maker of your life. You're the creator of your life. And you know when you want to go do something and when you don't want to. So don't lose sight of that. Don't lose sight of yourself. But don't rule people out of your life just because they're living a different lifestyle than you are. That they love to go out and you love to stay in. My best friendships are with the total opposites of me where they love to go out and I love to stay in or I love to stay in and they love that's the same thing just (laughs) whipped around but what I'm saying is don't lose sight of that either because those people are going to help you get out of your comfort zone and help you grow and they are going to bring so much to your life as well so I think that's it on this episode but yeah so thank you all so much for listening I know we're in September right now season of change but just remember to embrace it as hard as it may be and remember if it's not going to matter in five years stop worrying about it as hard as it may be just stop worrying about it because we have enough to worry about in our lives and we might as well just enjoy the time we're in now and enjoy this part of life we're at right now because oh my gosh I would do so much right now to just be back in my sophomore year already and have a couple more years at college and who would have ever thought I say that so yeah have fun with life And with that, I love you all so, so much. And remember to stay looking on the bright side and I promise you it'll serve you really well. Love you guys. Bye.